From the Fresno County Office of Education, this is the EL Netcast. My name is Emil Ahengazadeh, I work as the English Learner Programs and Instructional Support Coordinator at the Fresno County Office of Education. It's certainly my distinct pleasure to be your host as we take a look at some of the more frequently asked questions as well as some instructional strategies and methodologies relevant to the education of English learners. The question of translations uh, come up uh, quite often as I visit different districts and uh, work with different coordinators at various schools. Um, According to the uh, California Education Code, Section 48985, there are... um, uh, different kinds of documents that have to be translated. Um, The law states that all notices, uh, reports, statements, um, records that are sent by a school or the school district to parents, guardians of uh, schools, um, 15% and above students must be provided in both English and in the primary language. Um, the Ed Code alludes to the annual spring language census, um, known as the R30. In addition to the language census data, the Department of Education uses the annual California Basic Educational Data Systems, known as CBEDS information uh, report, when calculating percentages for uh, language groups at each school. Um, the CBEDS enrollment data is used as a denominator. So each summer, the Department of Education's Data Management Division updates the 15% and above statistics, and each update reflects the statistics provided by the district for the previous school year. Um, Districts can access the 15% and above statistics for their schools through uh, DataQuest, which is an online searchable data resource on the Department of Education's website. You just Google DataQuest and uh, it'll pop right up for you. After going to the DataQuest website, you simply follow some steps to access your school's reports. You start by selecting district from the pull-down menu um, for select level. And if you're a county office, you still you should still select the district for the purposes of this particular report. Um, from the subject um, uh, field you you uh, uh, which is right underneath the student demographics you find and you select English learners and you click uh, submit um, and then on the resulting page you enter the first four letters of the name of your district or your you know, whatever county it is you're working in you click submit then and then on the next resulting page you choose the name of your district or the county office from the pull down menu and under select a report. You select the very last report in the list, which is language groups by school determined to meet 15% and above translation need. Um, And then after you submit that, the resulting report is going to show you a table that lists the schools and the 15% and above language groups. Um, You know, if you want more complete information about the language groups at a particular school, you can click on the name of the school. Uh, In cases where a district has no schools with language groups in the 15% and above range, According to the 0607 statistics, well, then uh, the reports oh, it's going to indicate that um, in the place of any data. So, um, why then are fluent English proficient or FEP students count? Uh, why, why are FEP counts included in this particular calculation? 
Um, well, if you take a look at the intent of the Ed Code 48985, it's, to, it's really, the idea is to facilitate effective communication with parents and guardians. So if a student is reclassified from English learner status to fluent English proficient, that's not going to change the need for his or her parents to receive notices in English um, and obviously the primary language. Um, so consequently, the formula that the Department of Education uses in determining the 15% and above statistics include EL and FEP counts. Um, the formula is the same as that uh, which is explained in the categorical programs monitoring, cross-program monitoring instrument. Now, I, I did have an interesting question um, pop up. Um, some district offices uh, sometimes send notifications to parents, but in determining the languages for which translations are needed, the district takes an approach that's different from the one that's um, um, th- that's supposed to be taken. So what they do in, in what they do is um, um, the district office simply uses the overall district-wide data or. Um, aggregate district data. And the question is, is this practice compliant? And the answer is no. Um, that's not compliant. Um, section 48985, the translation section of Ed Code, specifically refers to the 15% and above figures at a school. Nowhere in section 48985 is aggregate or district-wide data a, a consideration. The law further specifies that all notices sent by the school or the school district to the parents' guardians of a school's 15% and above students must be provided both in English and in the primary language. So for the purposes of Section 48985, a district should base its translation decision on the 15% and above statistics for each of its individual schools. Um, so, so here's a fictional example that, that might clarify this. Um, uh, let's say in uh, the uh, uh, California Unified School District, the overall district-wide data indicates that Punjabi-speaking students constitute 12% of the district's entire total enrollment. But the California's uh, Glade Arbor Elementary School, the Punjabi-speaking students constitute 15% of the school's enrollment. Therefore, to be compliant with Section 48985, the district has to provide English and Punjabi versions of any notification sent by the district office to the parents of Glade Arbor's Punjabi-speaking students. You see, um, some of the parents of some districts, 15% and above student population, have uh, told them that they want to receive notification only in English. Um, so if the district honors that request, are they compliant with 48985? Um, <laughs> um, 48985 requires notifications to be provided to those parents' guardians, both in English and in translation, which gives parents the option of reading the version that they prefer. Um, 48985, it also states that parents may respond to the notifications in either English or the primary language. Um, also, we have to be cognizant of the fact that documents sent home in two languages uh, have to be complete information. The, the, the information has to be complete in both languages. Um, another interesting question that pops up about translation is sometimes, you know, well, actually not sometimes, teachers frequently send home notices to parents, you know, about maybe a class project or a, a field trip to, you know, wherever, um, 
or maybe a classroom newsletter. So uh, the question is, does Ed Code 48985 require that those notifications be translated? And friends, the um, teachers' own notices to parents are considered to be school notices to parents, even though notices are sent by the teacher and not by the administrative office. So if a teacher has in his or her classroom any students who are in the school's 15% and above language group, the notices sent to those parents must be in both English and the primary language in keeping uh, with education code. Um, the, what about documents written uh, to be used by parents but which are not sent to all parents? Um, thinking specifically of documents prepped for uh, school site council members or ELAC or DLAC members and other parent advisory groups. District schools and county offices, um, we have to ensure that advisory group members can fulfill their statutory duties. So if a translation is necessary for a member's effective participation, then the Department of Education recommends that those materials obviously be translated. The Department of Education likely would direct a district to translate documents if the district denied a reasonable request by a committee member for translation of a document that bears on his or her responsibility as a committee member. Okay, but then what about the PTA? What about Little League uh, or a community organizations? Do these notices need to be translated? And even though community organizations are not bound by education code, it's important to note that as a supportive or as an assistive gesture, um, when schools send notices on behalf of these organizations, it's the Department of Education's opinion that if the school is sending an organization's notices to parents and our guardians, then the notices fall under the requirement that are set in uh, Ed Code 48985. The actual wording of 4895 says all notices sent by the school or school district. Um, so if, if you have any questions about this, my recommendation is for you to call the um, Department of Education's English Learner Accountability Unit, or ELAO. Um, the, their phone number is area code 916-319-0938. And um, they can certainly answer more of your specific questions regarding Ed Code Section 48985, um, especially regarding monitoring and compliance. Um, so that's that's all I have for you on, on this uh, um, topic about translation. Um Presumptively, you know the 15% and above rule basically means that if the population of a school, if 15% or a higher, pop, a higher population of a school um, speaks a language other than English, then uh, documents uh, have to be sent to the parents of these um, uh, of, of students um, basically in English and that target language. Um, I guess I should have probably explained that off the bat. Uh, my presumption was that... Um, you're already in tune with the 15% and above rule. So uh, this is Emil Ahangazadeh. Tune in next time where we're going to be talking about other hot, hot topics when it comes to English learner instructional programs and, um, and ways to go about providing the best service that we possibly can for this special, very special population of students. Next time we're going to be talking about staffing and the B-clad, and the CLAD, and the CTEL, and the 2913, and all that goodness. So uh, if you found us here at the Fresno County Office of Education's website, fantastic. Uh, you can also 
catch this um, netcast on iTunes, simply do a podcast search for English Learner, and um, we should be able to pop up. Obviously, we have a an RSS, a really simple syndication feed set up, so it'll simply download into your iPod or whatever it is that you're using. Um, again, this is Emil Ahangazadeh. Feel free to email me about any other questions you might have about this or other topics that we've discussed. My email address is E-A-H-A-N-G-A-R. Z-A-D-E-H at F-C-O-E dot K, the numeral 12, dot C-A dot U-S. Um, and tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the EL Netcast.